I'm Dr. Marianne Sintron, founder of Step-by-Step -Step Dyslexia Solutions. We're a 501c3 nonprofit organization. And if what I've shared today inspires you, please go to our website and consider making a donation. Any amount will help. And today I want to ask you, um, do you know if dyslexia is a dominant or a recessive gene? What I want to, how I want to address this is share a story with you about what happened yesterday when I went to church at Calvary in Chino Hills in West in uh, Chino Hills in California. So there was a wonderful service and it was the 12 o'clock service and everybody was leaving, but my husband and I stayed behind to meet some new friends, Patty and Steve. And a little boy comes up to me and he just came up right next to me. We we're towards the front of the church and he acted like he knew me, but I don't remember meeting him before. And he said, hello. And he was like reminding me of the little drummer boy. This is Christmas time. So I think of little kids for the holiday season. And he said, hello. And I, I said, hi, do I know you? He goes, no. And I said, oh, I said, do I look like one of your teachers? He said, no. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so why is this little kid coming to me? But it was fine. And I said, where's your mom? And he pointed to her. She was about 20 feet away. And she was talking to some friends, but she had her eye on us just to keep an eye on her little guy. So I wasn't sure why this little boy singled me out. But I had a feeling God was sending them to me for a reason. And I asked him, are you a second grader? And he goes, no, I'm in first grade. And he goes, what's your favorite color? And I said, green. I said, what's your favorite color? He said, blue, silver, and gold. And I said, okay, what do you, tell me some things that are blue. Of course, that's my teacher mode, right? <laughs> So he pointed to my water bottle and pointed to a blue label on my water bottle. And then he pointed to a man at the front of the church who had a blue shirt on. He goes, that's blue. And I said, do you know any other things? What about things in nature? And he didn't know what I was talking about. So I said, like the sky and the water are blue. And he goes, yeah. So, of course, I was making the connection to God as his creation, being in church. And then I asked him, do you know where Jesus lives? And he said, in heaven. And I said, well, Jesus also lives in your heart if you invite him in to live with you. Oh, I know that. So that was good. We had that covered. He said, I want to draw a picture of you. Okay. Kids always like to draw pictures of adults, right? So he had a piece of paper and he started drawing a picture of me and he touched my blouse and he goes, I'm gonna put these circles in the picture. And he was just so cute. And I complimented him on his drawing. And I said, that's really good. And I said, what's your name? He said, Denver. I said, Denver, that's a nice name. I said, did you know that there's a city named Denver? And he said, no. I said, yeah, it's in Colorado. I said, could you imagine telling somebody, my name's Denver and I live in Denver. And he started laughing and we had a little chuckle. It was kind of cute. And I said, well, the reason I wanted to know his name was I wanted him to write his name on his picture for me. 
And I wasn't thinking dyslexia. This little kid was so smart. He wrote his name Denver. And I said, that is really good. And he even had a capital D for Denver. I said, did you know there's a lot of first graders who can't read and write? And they certainly can't spell their name. And he said, well, I can't read. And he got my attention. I said, doesn't your teacher teach you how to read? He goes, yeah, but I just can't learn it. So that really was interesting. We spoke a little bit longer and then we parted ways and I went to go talk to his mother. And I told her what a sweet little boy she had and how he reached out to me and he was being so friendly. And she said, he does that with a lot of people. And I said, but he told me he can write, but he can't read. And she said, that's right. I think he has dyslexia. And I said, well, that's what I do. I help children read and write and adults. And she said, well, my oldest daughter is a 12th grader and she has always struggled with reading. And she said, my husband reads the Bible very slowly and he struggles with reading too. So there you have it, the genetic component. So I knew God sent this little boy to me to encourage me because, you know, face it, sometimes we wonder, are we really doing the right thing? Are we really having an impact in people's lives? And I'm encouraged that I am, we are. And so just to address dyslexia being a recessive or dominant gene, I just want you to know the research shows that 40% of people with dyslexia have it as a genetic component. The other 60% that have it, it's because of environmental or um, socioeconomic, which means if parents aren't talking to their kids when they're young, reading to them, teaching them the sounds of words, they can develop dyslexia. And then if a child's learning opportunities are limited, they can develop dyslexia. And if they start learning words as pictures, those pictures go into the right side of the brain where the language center is the left side of the brain. So we weren't born with a reading brain like we were to see and hear, but God gave us the parts of the brain that connect together to develop reading. So dyslexic children just have a hard time developing those connections, those synapses in their brain to read, but the brain can be retrained. So I work with um, music and a structured literacy program. I developed a reading program to help dyslexic children read and we use music. So it, it is God's plan to have people read so that they can build their self-esteem and they can realize their full potentials. Do you know how many kids suffer with low self-esteem because they can't read? So my next step is to um, reach out to this. So this parent is a, a homeschooling mom and she's under the umbrella of a charter school. So I'm gonna reach out to the charter school and see if I can be one of their vendors. That way the parent can use certificates to pay for her son to have intervention. Maybe the daughter as well. So I want you to know that if you're a homeschooling parent, if you're under the charter school umbrella, the certificates can pay for homes for dyslexia intervention. 
I hope you reach out to me. If you have any questions, please reach out to me at dyslexia-solutions.com. And if what I've said has inspired you and you'd like to make a donation to the nonprofit, we offer free training for tutors and we want to offer the free intervention for children as well. So thank you very much, Dr. Marianne Cintron with Step-by-Step Dyslexia Solutions. Bye-bye now and have a very Merry Christmas.